Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Client Experience Revolution. I'm your host, Raya Gonzalez, and today is episode 12, Network Like a Boss. This week, I have been entrenched in a wonderful course by Kelly O'Neill of the Profitology course, and it's called Collaborate to Accelerate. And this morning, I had an opportunity to talk in more detail with a beautiful woman who's starting a fashion blog about what that meant to me to network in this way of collaboration. And I know we've touched on that in this podcast before, but I really wanted to dive deep into how networking on a sincere level can really change your business, can help you grow, and can really expand your network. So let's just dive in. So the first step and first tip that I have is to look around and find an organization that you have some interest or some passion around. And the one we were talking about this morning was where I met this woman, and that was the Seattle Metropolitan Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We are both members of this Chamber of Commerce, and I was encouraging her to reach out to the members of the Chamber of Commerce to get to know them. And so when you join an organization, you want to get involved. And that can be you can serve on the board, you can help with events, you can even just stay after an event and help clean up. Whatever it is, whatever level of time you have, you want to get involved because this is how you're going to develop relationships. And again, this should be an organization that you're already passionate about, so you're going to want to be involved anyways. Don't join an organization just because you think that there is the potential of doing business there. That's icky. That's gross. Don't do that. Find something that you're actually really, really interested in or is doing something really amazing in your community that you're going to be proud to be a part of. Once you're in the organization and you're involved, you want to work that directory. So the directory is a resource that's available, and I think it's a very underutilized resource. But really, there's no reason why you shouldn't be going through and calling every single person on that directory and setting up a meeting with them. You're encouraged, and really, it's admirable if you're reaching out to people to develop relationships. This is, again, it's not for the purpose of doing sales. This is for the purpose of developing a relationship, understanding where they're coming from, and really diving into the mission and the people surrounding this organization that you have an interest in. Martha, this morning when we were talking, she says, you, do you think that's okay? And I was like, yeah, it's okay. I mean, the organization is there to support each other and that's what it's organized to do. And so as long as you're going with a spirit of collaboration and not to sell somebody, this is not about hawking your creams or trying to bring product or, you know, really shove your service down somebody's throat. This is about getting to know somebody. So it's absolutely okay to do that. The next thing is when you have the meeting set, which you should have at minimum three meetings per week. And this can be in person for coffee or lunch or drinks or whatever it might be. This could be a phone call. This could be a video chat like on Zoom or on Facebook Messenger, whatever works for you. You know, I know everybody is in different locations and sometimes these organizations span different states or even countries. So do what works best for you. But once you have that meeting scheduled, come to the meeting with an open heart, with open eyes, with open spirit, and don't come with the intention to sell. This is crucial, crucial people. So the way that I start every meeting is by turning the tables to the person that I'm meeting with. And this is not a tactic or a ploy. This is sincerely how I do it. I want to know about them. So I'll say, tell me about your business or tell me about how you got started or tell me who you serve. And then I let them talk. 
And I'm a relator. That's my top strength on the strength finder. So often I'll contribute to the conversation. I'll say, oh my gosh, that's just like me with the da 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 da. Or, you know, so it's not a static one sided conversation that would be awkward, but I really do want to hear about where they're coming from. So I let them talk first. And then invariably it's going to come back around to me. And so aside from serving sincerely and coming with a clear heart for them first is be prepared to ask for what you need. And that should not be, you know, what you're offering in terms of sales. That should be a connection. I mean, you can say I'm looking to connect with, you know, for Marta, I'm looking to connect with women who are needing an image consultant on for an event or whatever it might be. But maybe it's a referral partner. Maybe it's somebody that you want to learn from or mentor. Maybe you just need somebody who's in the same stage of business as you or who's two steps ahead of you so that you can ask them some questions. So be prepared and think about what it is that you need because you just never know who they're going to know or if they're going to be able to fulfill that need. The next step after that would be to document, document, document. Now, if you've listened to the podcast, you know that I have a deep and undying love for CRM or customer relationship management. And that can be anything. You can use OneNote, you can use Excel, you can use whatever, but I do recommend that you get in the habit of dictating your notes after meeting with somebody because you want to capture all those personal details. You want to really keep in mind the, you know, the heart of the conversation that you had with them so that when you meet again, you are able to still have those details at your fingertips. Now, dictating also has a secondary benefit, and that is that it prepares you for in the future, if you have someone who can help you, you can pass that dictation along to your assistant and they can enter in that information into your CRM for you, and you don't have to be the one to do that. So you're preserving the details of the conversation in some type of program, whether that be a CRM, OneNote or an Excel spreadsheet, however you want to make it work for you. But I do recommend that you use some type of voice note or boxer or anything like that. And then follow up. I recommend that you send an email within 24 to 48 hours afterwards thanking that person for the appointment. If you can send a handwritten card, even better. And then put in your follow-up information. So this, again, would be in your CRM or in your calendar, your Outlook, your whatever, to reach out to them in another month or so and see how things are going. Maybe put another lunch or coffee on the books. And that can be farther on down the line. But the point here is to establish and nurture relationships that are long lasting. And that only happens if you are paying attention, if you're serving first, if you're asking for what you need, if you're actually documenting what you are talking about, and if you are consistently following up with them for the long term. These relationships are not a quick fix. These are not for you to make a quick buck off of. These are lasting relationships where you're investing in that person's business and they're investing in yours. And the very last thing that I would say is try to connect that person with somebody that they need. So, The more you meet with people in different industries, you're going to start seeing these links. And so what I will do is say, who are you looking for? And what would they be saying that would trigger me to know that they would be a good person for you? And so, you know, I might have somebody who is, oh, let's see here. I had somebody who was a CPA who specialized in new construction or commercial real estate. And so I was able to connect him with 
somebody in general contracting, as well as a commercial realtor. You know, do these things from the sincerest place of your heart, and you will be surprised with the way that they come back to really benefit and and help you in your business. And it also just feels good. It feels good to be out in the community and supporting other business people because as we've said before, it can be very lonely. And when you have nothing else going on in your business, double down on this technique, you guys. Fill your schedule with these collaboration appointments because number one, it will lift your spirits. Number two, it will build your bottom line because people sincerely want to help people that they know. And you will be just shocked and surprised with how amazing the referrals and revenue that can come from this benefit you. And again, not even trying. Really, what you're trying to do is serve that person. So again, network like a boss, guys. Go out there and as Kelly would say, collaborate to accelerate. If you have any questions, reach out to me on the group in Facebook or if you want to send me a direct message. As always, I'm totally open to collaborating with you. So if you'd like to have a networking call with me, please feel free to go on to my website, rayagonzalez.com backslash contact. Let's set up a phone call or let's set up a coffee meeting if you're local and let's get together so I can hear about your business. Thanks guys so much. This has been episode 12, Network Like a Boss of the Client Experience Revolution. And as always, I am honored to be your host and look forward to connecting with you next time. Thank you. Thank you.